as promised, this is my first podcast. When I thought about doing a podcast, it was simply because I was literally driving and I would find myself practicing having these speeches and talking to absolutely no one and thinking, what if this information could be recorded and played somewhere? Or maybe I would speak it at a convention or a conference somewhere. But I said in the meantime, in between time, I need an outlet. So when I saw podcasts and I finally started listening to podcasts, I said, you know what? This is it. I'm going to start recording different scenarios, different situations, and things that are laid on my heart to share with the world. So I was toggling back and forth between all these different ideas and concepts and things that I wanted to talk about in regards to so many different things. But the one topic that continued to come up in my mind and in my heart was savage season. And I know a lot of you are like, what savage season? What is that about? And what what is she about to talk about? But savage season is something that a lot of women and I believe a lot of women and a lot of men as well experience. So if I'm completely honest, I didn't grow up in the church. I was not um, a virgin all my life and practicing abstinence is like a new way of life. I actually started the journey of abstinence in May of 2012. And if I'm completely honest with you, it's been just that a journey. So there's ups, there's downs, there's slips, there's dips, but Hey, I'm committed to the journey. And savage season can be different for many people, but I remember when I first experienced it, it was probably around 2010, 2000, between 2010 and 2011, and it's so funny because a girlfriend of mine, we were roommates, and we both were going through the season together. Now, this is a season in your life where you know better, you know that you shouldn't be sleeping around, you know that you shouldn't be partying, and you should just kind of be living a more for lack of better words um well not even lack of better words you should just be living a more consecrated life for all my christian listeners you know consecration means just to kind of put yourself to the side and be out the mix so at this time in our lives um life happened and that's normally when you feel your savage season coming to your life life starts to happen and you start getting put in situations where you're like you know what screw this screw doing it the right way it was easier when I did it the other way so I'm gonna go back to that so you get into this mindset of survival so sometimes it's the lack of provision in your life that will send you into a savage season where you just figure out any and every way to make sure that you have money so you'll contemplate um stripping you'll contemplate selling your body you'll contemplate selling drugs you'll contemplate working in in places where you know you have no business and that have nothing to do with your destiny but the reality is is that you've been waiting on a promise to come come to pass because you need provision so you say you know what I'm going to do things my way that's kind of how savage start your savage season will start um but then there's other instances when in, in this instance for me what sends me into a savage season and it's one of my triggers that I have to be very aware of is the fact that rejection sends me into smooth rebellion right now this can be rejection in multiple areas it can be rejection from friends family relationships um guys you know 
anything, just something in life that just rejects you and sends you into this place of rebellion and you're like, I'm going to do what I want. So I remember at this time, I had been rejected by my then boyfriend. And if you read my book, this is the boyfriend that I was living with uh, back when I was in college. He was a drug dealer and he basically just up and left one day and left me to fend for myself. So that rejection sent me into a spiral of, well, you know what? I'm just going to do whatever I want. I was already a bartender. I was already heavily drinking. I was already smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, and even taking ecstasy pills on occasion. So I just went into a place where I was like, I'm just going to do what I want. I'm going to sleep with who I want. And I'm going to continue to just live the life that I want to live without any barriers and without any... um without any limitations so I remember me and my friend we used to call it scuzzamania and I would call her scuzz and she would call me scuzzy and we were roommates but it was it was so um this part of our it was so uh disgusting now that I'm looking back on it that what ends up happening is is we would literally like go out have a little fun and you know whatever guy we were seeing at that time we would bring them back to our apartment so we bring them back to our apartment and then the next morning we would meet in the living room and tell of our night and you know kind of give each other a hey girl high five you know and you know celebrate it absolutely horrible I know I'm even as I'm telling you this story I'm like what in the world (laughs) were we thinking but thank God for God's grace and his mercy because we came out STD free baby free and thankfully through deliverance soul tie free but what ends up sending you into this place well sent us in this place was rejection and you feel like you know I just have to fill that void with something that I'm familiar with in order to be happy so we go back to what we know instead of pressing forward to what it is that we actually need to be a part of now in the midst of it while you're having fun and you're running in the you're running and doing whatever doing what you're doing of course it feels fun you're excited you know you're getting your rocks off blah 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 right but then There's another part of this that is called conviction. So I've experienced this season of my life, I'll say maybe maybe twice since I've become a believer. And there was one instance where I went through this and it was after I had been abstinent for a while and I had said, you know what, screw this, I'm tired. You know, I've tried doing it your way, God, and I'm just gonna figure this thing out for myself. So the only issue with it when I did it the second time was I went into that place and I started doing whatever I wanted to do but I started to literally lose control so I was finding myself in situations where I was like I would wake up and be like what in the world just happened why did I do that that was a horrible decision and I couldn't even believe what I was doing because in these seasons guys I have um not only done the unthinkable (laughs) but you know there was a part in my life where there was one in one of, of the seasons I had even messed with a married man right so you know when I'm looking back on all of this, even as I'm telling you, I'm just kind of like, what in the world? But there is a conviction that will end up coming over you if you are a believer and have the Holy Ghost for real that will say, hey, you are a little bit out there now and you need to bring it in. So that's the con- that's, that's the place that I got into when um, I had reached this, this season, this savage life season for the second time. 
the conviction was so unbearable that I literally had to bring myself back to the feet of Christ. And it reminded me of a a couple things. It reminded me that God loved me so much that he would not let me continue to fall. And it also reminded me that going backwards should just never be an option anymore, right? So we try to do things our way. We get frustrated with God. We get frustrated with waiting. And then what ends up happening? We just kind of set ourselves back. So that is what the savage season can do for you. Now, I also have friends who, when they're in their savage season, they can do things. Um, For instance, I have a girlfriend who went through this season as well, and she ended up in a relationship. And what she learned was that the season wasn't worth it because she almost lost the relationship that she was supposed to be in for the rest of her life, right? So in this season, you start risking losing everything. You could risk your career. You could risk your family uh, disowning you. You can risk losing people that you need. You could risk... um, getting diseases. I mean, there's just so many different risks, right? So thankfully, God was able to pull her out of that season. And now she's she doesn't have to worry about that. I have another girlfriend who also and it's so ironic, because this was the young lady I was roommates with. She ended up marrying her one of the guys that she met during that season. And I remember it so vividly, because she met him and he was a good guy. But because of the mind, mind frame that she was in, she pushed this guy away. And he was the one that ultimately I believe probably even at that time God was sending to save her but God's timing is so perfect that a few years went by and they reconnected when she was in a better space and I literally and I really I, I actually got to attend this wedding so it's so beautiful to see how God brings things full circle even when we're in the messiest of places right and oftentimes honestly ladies and this is for my ladies because even if there's a guy listening this is for the ladies um when a when a guy rejects us and we and it's okay so i've dated dope boys i've dated career men professionals and i've also dated men in the church pastors preachers etc right and when you finally get to that place of okay i'm gonna i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep my cookies in my cookie jar I'm going to pray every day. I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm going to walk in my purpose and do what it is that God has called me to do. What happens? We meet some of these men in church and I'm just keeping it funky, not trying to give the church a bad name at all because there are amazing men of God in the church. But they're just like the world, there are amazing men in the world and then there's also horrible men in the world. So it's the same way with people who have decided to live for Christ, right? Um, Some of these men have issues that they're still dealing with. And when they're still dealing with those issues, guess what? That title doesn't cover their issues. So they could be a pastor, preacher, teacher, but at the end of the day, they still deal with lust, perversion, promiscuity, uh, lying, not, you know what I'm saying? They deal with all of these things as well. And I found myself in situations. And if you read um, my book as well, shameless plug on my own podcast uh good girl gone bad gone holy there's a chapter that's called the last counterfeit in that chapter i speak about how i was dating a pastor (laughs) and that pastor um and you know you just have to read the book but long story short very popular online pastor and we dated you know I even met some of his, his family you know when you read the story you're just going to be like wow but God's grace is sufficient and you know he ended up moving on I ended up moving on but nonetheless I had to move on because I caught him in some lies and these men do these kinds of things so what happens is, is it pushes us out of wanting to even date the men in the church so we are like okay I'm gonna just go and date 
the people that I'm familiar with. And for me, that's dating people that are in the street. And when you go back to those people, what happens is you find that y'all don't even y'all don't even have the same conversation y'all don't want the same things and you find yourself just being completely frustrated right so that is my shortest version of what savage season looks like i'm definitely going to continue this chapter in a book that i'll publish in the future but i wanted to speak on this and let especially the ladies that are believers know like hey sis you may run into this situation where you run backwards and you do this but guess what God's grace is sufficient for you and it's completely normal and if I have to be one of the first to say look I was a whole (laughs) believer Jesus downed and I went backwards hey I did because everybody talks about being dirty getting cleaned up and everything being great but everybody doesn't talk about when you're dirty you get cleaned up and then you go back to being dirty everybody's not preaching about that so here I am ladies to stand here and let you know I'm one of them and if God can redeem me he can redeem you so how do you get out of this season right because one thing that I've noticed is once you're stuck in a thing and you've you've created all of these soul ties and made all of these agreements with the enemy because of your actions your thoughts your words etc how do you get out because I'm not even going to lie to you it's not it was not easy to get out of this phase because you have created consistent communication with some of these guys you have created soul ties with these guys and they've become a part of your norm or this behavior has become a part of your norm and then there's this thirst on the inside of you that's like I really want to um I really want to go and do this even though my spirit is saying I should be doing this so how you get out first and foremost you have to decide like nobody can make this decision for you to say oh um now I'm now you're ready to come out because your best friend Jessica said it's time for you to come out no you have to look at yourself Diana Rebecca Ashley Brittany whoever's listening to this podcast and you have to say I'm so sick and tired of myself that I am going to get out of this and it may take me a little while I may stay in it a little bit longer but I'm going to pull myself out of this because I don't want to be here no more first and foremost you have to decide so until you've gotten to that place of being decided sis you're probably going to be stuck there two you have to tell somebody somebody sin grows in secrecy okay so you're going to have to tell somebody now don't go off and tell everybody your business because that's how your business gets out there it gets misconstrued and then you people start looking at you crazy and not that you have to care what they think but you just want some discretion in your life you got call your saved homegirl call your saved mentor call one to two people if you're cool with your pastor like that tell your pastor whoever that is that that person that you confide in tell them hey I need you to pray with and for me because I need somebody to agree with me that I'm coming out of this okay so then you're exposing the enemy's plan to somebody else so it's like okay the secret life that I was living I'm done living that life what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go ahead and pull myself out of this then you need to get yourself in a place of prayer and fasting because the bible says only some of things will come only some of these things will come out through prayer and fasting so now you have to decide again there's going to be a lot of decision making when it comes to getting out of this and you can apply these principles to other things in your life but i'm talking about this savage season you need to pray and you need to fast and you need to specifically 
pray and ask God to remind you of your value. Remind God, remind, um, tell God to remind you of how he sees you and what his plan is for you. So that may mean pulling out some prophetic words and saying, okay, let me listen to this prophetic word and remind myself what God has said about me, my life, my husband, my, my promise, my future and everything. And you've got to start rehearsing those things in your head, right? Then you need to start looking in your Bible and studying on the sins that you're actually in the midst of. So whether it's sex, perversion, uh, lust, whatever it is, fornication, which is sex too, but y'all, y'all, y'all feel me. Um, start studying what God says about this because you need to get that conviction so deep in your heart again that you don't want to do it anymore. And it, it doesn't even have to just be that, uh, be sex. But in this situation, because I'm talking about relational stuff, the main one probably will be sex and emotions and all of that other stuff. Then you need to start feeding your brain on a daily basis positive things so one thing one book that i've actually recently listened to that i wish i would have had years prior um is joyce meyer's the battlefield of the mind i have it on audio it's the bomb i literally press play when i'm driving when i'm cleaning up when i'm just laying in the bed and i just listen to the words that she's saying and i let them get into my subconscious so that way they're there and i'll I'll, they'll come to my remembrance to always keep my mind stayed on god and to keep my mind in a positive a positive place right So you want to start feeding yourself the positive stuff that you need to hear. And then you have to make some decisions. You're going to have to cut some people off. You're going to have to block some people from calling you. And you're going to have to intentionally hold yourself accountable or have somebody hold you accountable to where it is that you go and what it is that you're doing. Okay, so that's that's what you're going to have to do to get out of it. Now, in order to stay out. You're going to have to stay at the feet of Jesus because the enemy is lurking and he's going to try and bring you right back. But let me tell you something. It's 100% possible to stay out. And the benefits of staying out means that you're securing the promise that you almost walked away from. So I hope that this podcast helped you. I hope that the words that I said um, in some way permeated into your spirit, into your mind. And if you are one of the people that's in this season and you need some additional help, I am a coach and a mentor. You can definitely contact me and reach me at on my website, um, which I'll put in put in my podcast profile. You can reach me and we can move forward from there. But just know that there's a sister out here that's been there, that's done that, that's praying for you. And it's going to shed light on all of these different situations to make sure that we can and we can get out and we can stay free because it ain't easy. So thank you all for listening. Make sure you share this with somebody that it may impact. And I hope you guys come back for the next one.